With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Number three on my big board. <laughs> He's number one and two. You want a player with that should drive. I might have to take my favorite all time Oklahoma State basketball player first. I'm, I'm gonna. My, can I get can I get Mason Cox? But can I get Australian Football League Mason Cox? Not actually. Yeah, yeah. he has to wear that uniform. You gotta be the Collingwood uniform. Joel, are you recording yourself? Yeah, I'm recording myself now. We're okay, well then, this is officially started. So welcome, Joel. Just kick us off. I don't even know what episode this is. Welcome back to the Cowboys Ride for Free podcast. My name is Joel Penfield. You've already heard from Philip Slavin. And joining us tonight, the OGs of the CRFF podcast, Cade Webb and Dustin Ragusa. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing Honored good. to be here. I'll say that. I like how you guys yeah, just waved on an audio podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was waving to you guys. That could be an issue. Um, <laughs> so I, have to I was waving to you guys. Now. Also, I... I'm honored as well. Cade said it first, but I'm also This was actually this is actually a coup. Dustin and I talked about it beforehand <laughs> and we are taking back what is rightfully ours. Yeah. We're taking it back over. Okay. Sorry, so you have to record multiple times a week. Um you must line up guests during the summer. Um and with that, bye Felicia. Never mind. I'm out. <laughs> that's, uh, I'm out. that's not great. You guys are I'm hundred percent out. It's, it's fun to be here and thank you guys for inviting me and dustin back for sure yeah no yeah absolutely. appreciate it so we got a we got a little plan tonight uh this was originally intended to be just a happy hour for the four of us to shoot the shit and talk about osu and whatever other things are going on but then we came up with a little plan and we'll shoot the shit before we we kick things off but tonight we are going to draft we are drafting a starting five a hoops men's hoops starting five plus one using only former Oklahoma State players. That's former. That does not include – you can use ones on the roster right now, and I don't mean this is an insult to anybody on the roster. If you want to, you're welcome to. You cannot use anyone from the 2020 recruiting class. They don't count yet. Uh, and I think we're going to go ahead and maybe not include players that are dead, which I guess excludes like Bob Maddock <laughs> and, and, and Curlin. So, uh, That's too old. <laughs> If they're dead, they're too old You know, for me. this is not – we do not allow ageism on this podcast, <laughs> okay? So you need to take that and Sorry, and sorry. I forgot. So I guess we'll just start with a little bit of an update. Cade, uh, man, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm good. Life is crazy. You and I were just talking about bad life before this. Mm-hmm. Um, Hashtag girl dad. Yeah, right. Hashtag girl dad. Olivia, she's – Almost eight months old, which is just outrageous. And um, yeah, it's it. like I told you, it's been 
best eight months of my life for sure. But she's good, works good. Everybody's healthy. We're trying to stay, you know, stay healthy and stay active during this weird time. So, you know, it's been good though. Very nice. Dustin, what about you, sir? Uh, any, uh, any bouncing bundles of joy in the future with you and your lovely lady? No, we're kind of, we kind of got our hands full with the dogs. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if I can take care of a human child. <laughs> can barely take care of me as Cade knows. <laughs> Disagree. I think you do a better job than you give yourself credit for. I definitely make her laugh because, or her, him, because I'm hilarious. But I don't know about outside of that. I mean, that's that's all dad job is. We're just here to make jokes and change diapers with mom and everything else. <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Very true. My <laughs> bourbon collection I, I don't, has expanded like quadruple full. Since uh, I became a dad, either I got more time to do it or more necessity. Uh, so my wife, when we bought our house, I was like, I should get a mini fridge for the garage. She's like, you're never going to get a mini fridge for the garage. You do not need a place where you stash and hide all your alcohol. As soon as we had the kids, she's like, you know, I really don't want your alcohol in the fridge anymore. We should get you a mini fridge. And I <laughs> wanted so badly to be like, <laughs> but I just held my tongue. And now I have a mini fridge in the garage that holds all of my liquid courage and, and, and baby numbing juice. <laughs> what do you, what are you drinking right now, Philip? Uh, I'm drinking, let me pull this puppy out. Uh, it's an Austin Amber. Um, oh, Independence Brewing Company. I don't know them that well. I just happened upon it out of Austin, Texas. It's a cool can. Thank you. I need for to everyone that can see yeah. on yes. the audio podcast. Some, this is some good visual oh, stuff here. It's uh, detailed. <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah. That's that's number one. I got another one down here. We can talk about it later if we feel like it. Uh, Kate, I've noticed you have a, a nice beverage. What are you enjoying, sir? This is an Iron Root Harbinger. I know you guys can't see this label that I'm holding up, but Iron Root's a distillery in Denison, Texas. I've actually had the pleasure of meeting the master distiller on two occasions. Super nice guy. This particular bottle, uh, you can't find it because this is an exclusive pick. For the Oklahoma Bourbon Connoisseurs, shout out OBC. Love you guys. This is it. Dude, is that the Lion sick King? acronym. Is that the Lion King on the... Yeah, I don't... You, again, you guys can't see it. This is called a tater sticker. And this says, Dad, what's that shadowy place? And it's... Uh, who's the dad on Lion King? You guys know I don't watch movies. Mufasa. But you don't know who the father is on Lion King? I'm sorry. We're not talking about... Hey, spoiler movie. alert. He dies. <laughs> Early. Hey, hey, you know this, Joel and Philip. I don't know if you guys know movies. Not my, not my. That that I do know that. Okay. Yes, movies are not your I've thing. I've never finished one. Uh, just, just in all honesty, um, it is it is like an hour and ten minutes long. It's pretty long. Yeah, that's a. You all know I don't have that I, attention span. So, yeah, I feel like it's sad because you could probably get through a terrible Oklahoma State loss, but you can't make it through Lion King. Um, yeah. Okay, sure. You know what? I would just <laughs> much rather sit down and watch us get our hearts ripped out in 2012 in Norman uh, than sit down and watch Lion King. No doubt about it. Hmm. You're a brave man. You are you are a brave man. That's a hot A little day. twisted. I like Maybe that. a little twisted. But, uh, <laughs> I like I, it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dustin, and as you... Oklahoma State fans, we all have just a little bit of like self-hatred to sit through all the seasons of Oklahoma State sports. There's just enough self-hatred there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dustin, a little confused. Yeah, yeah. 
We're all wearing orange except Kay. Do you hate Oklahoma State? Oh, okay. okay. okay he's, got go. some orange on. he's got some orange on. <laughs> For all the listeners out there, I am wearing Oklahoma State stuff. And my lights here just. Is that an OU hat? <laughs> no, no. This isn't not an OU hat. This is not what it looks like. All right. <laughs> it's a poser. Uh, Dustin, are you enjoying a beverage this evening? I have some bourbon, but I don't remember what it was because I have that in the decanter thing. I know it was cheap, <laughs> and it's not great, but but it's bourbon. You know, I mean, it's a Thursday. Yeah. You don't save the good stuff for Thursday. Yeah, you know. exactly. but also it's in the decanter, so that kind of adds like the fancy level just up a yeah. notch. Now like, people know I have a decanter. Great, you at least got it in there. And then I'm fancy. I mean, putting shitty whiskey in a decanter is like hanging a chandelier in a haunted house. Like, cool, still sucks. Uh, Joel, what are you enjoying, sir? I'm having the uh, Road Toad Sour Ale from Rough Tail Brewing Company. I think it's one of their newer releases. It's pretty good. That's That's a sweet name. I forget you like sours. I do. I do. It's fine. It just fits summer. Like I'm, I'm a fan of summer beer season, so I'm very excited for all of the refreshing brews that are coming out now that companies are coming out with. Joel, have you had that Prairie Rainbow Sherbert one? I've tried it once. It was weird because it tasted exactly like rainbow sherbet. It was very, very bizarre. <laughs> it tastes like sweet tarts. It's crazy. Yeah, my it, my it brother was, gave it, was it to me. Yeah. There are some yeah. things I don't want beer to taste like. It, it was a very, very weird experience. The can is cool. Yes. The label on the can, it's like Beatles Yellow Submarine. It's pretty sweet. What's your go-to style, Philip? Hmm? What's your go-to beer style? Mm, uh, well, let's see. It, the winter has passed, so I can't sit and drink uh liquid meals which is what i prefer is a nice heavy flavored like uh, a prairie bomb or things of that nature or um what used to be called the milf but is now modern familius yeah. for mother's brewing company yeah. uh, and then when it's not when it's summery outside and i, and I don't want to drink something so heavy that i don't feel well when i go out um i don't like a good like a good amber um it's not too bad I like flavor. I just don't like sours. I can't do. I've tried. I've tried and tried and tried. They leave a weird residue on my tongue. And eh, nah, no thanks. Understand? No, I understand. Also, like, I want to have like two good ones, and then you can just give me some Miller Light because after a certain point, it all tastes like beer. Yeah, yep, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, right here. That's how I operate. And sours. Yeah. Goodbye. You you have one, and for the of the night your stomach hurts i don't i don't know if that's just how it works if that's on the i have never run into that problem i've never run into hey, that i problem. think you're a baby <laughs> yeah do you have a baby or are I, you a baby i think i may have a vitamin deficiency <laughs> <laughs> nice. okay loud. so i'm gonna i'm gonna share my screen here so that no one Well, that's good. That's good. Well, I don't care about them. I just want to make sure there's no question of like foul play. All right, all our I, names. I can't wait to. I, I cannot wait to to uh, clip that little that little bit that says I don't care about the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be our new intro bit. It's just going to be and Philip Slavin. I don't care about our listeners. I need to issue a statement. Pretty. That's fine. That'll be the whole press release. Uh, okay, so we have in our random.org, we have our randomizer here, uh, Kay, Dustin, myself, and Joel's names. To find out our draft order for the evening, we're going to hit a little randomize button here. Now, this is a snake draft. We'll see what happens. 
And we have in order Cade, Joel, Dustin, and myself. I'll write that here on my little sheet of paper. Uh huh. Philip, did you explain the rule about positions? Uh, I don't remember it. So you that. are required to fully fill a starting five. So that means you can't do like five centers and just have, you know, Bryant Reeves running point. Um, so you have to fill out a starting five and then you can have a sixth man of whatever you want. I don't, I don't care. You can grab a backup center, backup power forward, another point guard, whatever you want, but you must have a, a starting five. You are allowed to use power forwards as your center. If you want to try and play small ball, because you know, how many great centers played at Oklahoma State, but I want a a a justifiable starting five. So, all right. Uh, there is no time limit, though I, I would suggest as you explain your pick, you not spend half an hour as this. We do actually want people to listen to this. I know I don't care about the listener, but also, you know, I just want them to listen. I don't care if he's they, changed his tune. It's, it's, you know, it's it's whatever. I just want people to like us. <laughs> so, um, with the first pick in the 2020 Oklahoma State Hoops throwback draft, uh, Mr. Cade Webb, what will be your pick? Uh, I really felt like I needed to go off the board here, but I'm not going to. It's got to be Marcus Smart. Got to have a guy I can build a team around who can guard multiple positions. He's gritty. You want a guy that can uh, get on the glass. And uh, as I said, he's extremely versatile. So, uh, felt like an obvious pick to me. I don't know about you guys, but um, yeah, Marcus Smart, uh, most recent great cowboy, but probably top three all time cowboys. So, yeah, justifiable. Nice pick. Nice pick. Uh, Joel, you're up next in the order. Uh, what's it going to be, uh, sir? I was really hoping that Smart would fall to me at two, but he did not. So, I'm just going to solidify my front court and take big country. If nothing else, you know, I think he, you know, you have a solid defense. You got someone that can score against just about anybody back to the basket, even stretch out a little bit. So I will, I'll I'll solidify that with my five going in the first round. Okay. Joe, when you said solidify your front court, I thought you were going Mitchell Solomon for sure. Not, not yet. I I, I think that would be very, at some point, (laughs) that is bad value in the first round. I love Mitchell Solomon to death, but not yet. You sound like Mel Kiper when you say that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, okay, Dustin, uh, what'll it be, sir? Okay, I'm going to take my all-time personal favorite Oklahoma State player because he was playing when I was in school. I'm going to take James Anderson. 2009-2010 James Anderson, 22 points a game. I mean, I love him. I love him still. He was so he was so good. Yeah, my goodness. I mean, shoot, rocking he, the twenty three last on, dance MJ style on an OK Oklahoma State team was so good and so dominant. He wins Player of the Year. Like it's not even. Yeah, they, they finished what like fourth or fifth that year, and he wins Player of the Year. Like he was just ridiculous his senior year. So good. I thought he was going to do better in the NBA, but I guess not. But also that gives me a little bit of shooting. I mean, he's not like the best three point shooter ever, but he could fill it up. He'd get hot. All right, so I get back-to-back picks, and can I just say, I love you guys. Like, thank you so much. You have because we, I know exactly who you're going to take. Oh, you know exactly who my favorite Oklahoma State player of all time is. He is 
a huge reason why I'm an Oklahoma State fan. And I, there is no play that will stand out in my memory of Oklahoma State fan to more than watching him chase that down. I believe it was a Texas player who had a good lead to go for a dunk, catch up to him, and swat the ball from behind. That is Mr. Tony Allen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mr. Grit and Grind himself. The grindfather. Uh, uh, I, like, look, I, my, my year at OSU was that year. I remember following that team. I fell in love with Oklahoma State and college basketball because of that team and because of Tony Allen. I loved the Memphis-Oklahoma City games in the NBA, not only because they were awesome, but because I got to watch Tony Allen as well. Uh, I love Tony Allen. It's it's just, I have to have him here. It's it's just too good. You guys don't unfold me. I just don't know how that happened. I was just sitting here like, fourth pick. It's well, a great pick. Shit. This is good. Okay, Um. so with that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have him... My shooting guards. That sounds good. So let's, um, hmm. <laughs> you know what? I, I really like, oh, I can play him at small forward. I can have grit and grind and one of the best dunkers in Oklahoma State history. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and take Desmond Mason and put him on my team as well. Desmond! Very nice. Nice. Very nice. Uh, how can I, how can I, like, how can I not? Like, how can I not have a team that's got Desmond freaking Mason and Tony Allen? Like, that's, um, that's a sweet 16 team. Just those two against five. Like, that's how I feel about it. So, uh, so I feel very good. Like real dunks. Yeah. On that team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel good about this. Okay. Um, I've got a nice start with my first two. Dustin, uh, pick number two. What'll it be, sir? I wanted to take Desmond Mason next and just have like a really, Tall, big team. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Juwan Evans at point. Now explain that. I I like it. I like mm-hmm. had him on my list. If he would have fell to eight, what's your what's your reasoning there? I just think he was a really good point guard. I like watching play. I'm not gonna go with any guys that are too far back just because I wasn't an Oklahoma state fan my entire life. So I'm going to keep it more recent. And if that kills me, I mean, I feel like I'm a better coach than you three. So if that's <laughs> how we're going with it, probably so. no, I'm a GM. What are you talking about? I'm just, I'm, I just I mean, put it together, put yeah, it on the couch and sit and watch. I want to take John Starks. I just don't even remember when he was playing at Oklahoma state. I, I, mean, I forget he was an OSU. Like, it, no one talks about it all that much. Like, it's almost like because he was only there for like one so, year. Yeah. I saw it on the last dance, looked it up, saw OSU Twitter going, Nate crazy. Didn't even realize it. Didn't even realize he. Like, I, I completely forgot. I had a John Sark's poster, but it had like the bowls on it or whatever. So I kind of forgot that he was Oklahoma State for a long just because I always just had it. I have a jersey, and I legit didn't know that <laughs> until I got to school and I. Oh wait! Cool. Okay. Now I really like this next jersey. It's it's so weird. Like we we know all the former like Oklahoma State players, but because they're so associated with it, he's just he's not associated with Oklahoma State like at all. Like there's no yeah. there's no real connection to it. I just it's so it's so weird. It is. No, it's a good pick. Juan Evans, very nice pick. Uh, Joel, pick number two. Who would you like to to match up with with Big Country here? See, I've gone. I've been thinking about three different guys here, but I'm going to go with the guy that was my favorite player when I was younger, the Pawnee Pistol himself, Keaton Page, because he can run a little point, <laughs> he can play shooting guard, and you got a knockdown shooter from the outside. 
I think those two will pair well, pretty pretty well together. Ethan Page going early. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I could get him like sixth man, second round. Wow. Nah, nah. He, I like it. No, I like that thing. Nice. No, he was like I, I go back to that game against Texas, like oh, his yes. senior year, where he had forty points, where they were just running set piece after set piece after set piece to him, and he couldn't miss. You can do, and he and when he gets hot, it's hard to stop. And I mean, Trey Reeves has still said it. Like he's still probably the best shooter in that gym. For being honest, which is well, I mean, right now that's not saying a whole lot. So no, nah, but still, like he's the one dude that you don't want to play horse against. No. no. All right, so we're just gonna slot him in it wherever you want after you fill out the rest of your roster. Cade, you have back to back picks, pick two and three here. Uh, what what would you like? You guys really messed up this this roster. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf would be uh, jealous of this. So Marcus Smart is bringing the ball up uh, with the eighth pick. I'm going to go with Ivan McFarland. I think I like it. Stretch for uh, just athletic dude to pair with your crazy athletic versatile point guard. Uh, Ivan McFarland feels like the natural fit there. Um, now this one may shock you guys, um, but I like athleticism on the wing too. Uh, this guy, many OSU fans may not remember this, but he was actually a five-star recruit from uh, right here in Edmond, Oklahoma. I'm going to take Obi Manello. Oh, oh, my guy. Yeah. That's my One guy. One of the, in my opinion, all-time underrated OSU basketball mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel <laughs> like being a five-star coming in with all the fanfare – uh, maybe didn't live up to the hype, but man, had some amazing games. And um, when I think about OSU basketball players in, in my generation, you know, as a kid, Obi's one that pops up in my mind. So uh, that's an easy one for me. Okay. Very nice. It's a nice, it's a nice pick. It's a very nice pick there. It's better than I didn't have, I didn't have on my list. It's good. I, yeah, uh, I kind of. Kids getting freaky. I like it. Now I'm I'm try I'm gonna try to do something weird. <laughs> All right, uh Joel, uh pick number three for you, sir. What would uh, what would you like? I'm gonna go with Randy Rutherford. Dang it, Joel. Yeah, I because then you get I mean he was a really, really good shooter too, and he could run the point too, so you got a little bit of versatility at the guard position. I like that a lot, actually. I was gonna try to go all shooters. Okay, Uh, so Rutherford off the board. Uh, Dustin, you've got uh, James Anderson and and Juwan Evans. What would you like to pair with them, sir? Um, I know I said I wasn't going to go old school, but I think I'm going to go Byron Houston and play him at the two, or the I guess at the four, and he's just shorter than James Anderson. But either way. (laughs) Those those two can play together. So Okay. 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 Very nice. Very nice. All right. Uh back to back picks here before I pick my sixth man. I need a point guard. Um hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I got a couple of options. I got I got three guys on my list that I have written down here. Um man, it's really hard as much as I love that team. Do I do I go with do I go with my heart or do I go with a guy who your soul can't shoot for shit but man he could dish the ball out. Um 
I just I, I gotta I gotta take I gotta take John Lucas. Like I just do. I need I need him running my point. I I, I love Gottlieb. I really do. I would love the assist from him, but man, I just I need a point guard and I I need John Lucas. I know he can hit shots. I know he can hit threes. I I, I can I like a point guard that can hit some shots for me and get the ball to Mason and Allen. Like I know he's gonna distribute the ball well. I feel very good having uh John Lucas as my as my point guard. Um and then you know, you you talked about uh, underrated guys, and I want I want some, I want to run a bit of a small ball here. Um, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run small ball because I'm gonna have a very different guy running running my four. I want LeBron Nash if we're gonna talk about oh, former oh. recruits who are gonna come in. Um, I will never be like more endeared to a guy for one season than what he tried to do with his team his senior year and tried to carry them on his back what was the game that it was the game against kansas where if he'd hit the three they would have won it was so close it just ugh. I, I i will always love lebron nash from the cowboy hat announcing his commitment to his final year i'm gonna put him uh, I'm gonna let, just I'm gonna run small ball. I am, and I'm gonna I let like him, that. I'm gonna let him run my four. I like that a lot. LeBron Nash, you know, he comes in with similar fanfare to Cade Cunningham. I mean, he was mm-hmm. you know, not the yeah. number one recruit, but LeBron Nash was top five. Like, I think he was maybe the fifth best recruit that year. And I remember watching him in an exhibition uh, his first year, thinking just this dude is outrageous. Doesn't have the freshman year. Doesn't have the sophomore year that he wanted. He sticks around for four years. That's so rare, and it won't happen nowadays for a player of his caliber. But um, I, I always loved him for that reason. Was that he progressively got better and stuck with it? And and uh, you know, as many people probably told him he could go to the NBA, he didn't do it. Uh, according to twenty four seven, he was the number one ranked player in the state of Texas. Uh, if you want to go composite, he was the number two. Small forward, and he was the number eight player in the country that year. So yeah, top ten, top ten guy that didn't quite work out like we thought. But man, that mm, the heart of that kid by the end was just ridiculous. Uh, Dustin, who would you like with your fourth pick here, sir? I was just trolling through all the, <laughs> the rosters. <laughs> you know, I've seen some awesome names. I'm not taking these people, but I was on on my big board now. Are Ibrahima Thomas? I've got <laughs> I've got Nick Sidorkis on there, my guy, uh, Matt Pilgrim. I've got uh God all the names on here. John Paul Olakimi. I mean there's I always some guys. like John Paul Olakimi. I always liked him for some reason. But I'm gonna take Joey Grant. Oh, oh, oh yes. Damn it. Well done, sir. Damn oh, it. <laughs> Joey for that man, that team, the Grand Brothers. Ugh. Because he's good is why I'm taking him. Oh, okay. is that why? Okay. If you want an explanation. This time. <laughs> I, I like the Jawan pick. I told you that. I, I was going to pick him at eight, but you picked him. I just was curious your reasoning. If it was I'm just food. kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Uh, Joel, what do you got, sir? I don't want to do it because I feel like it's probably not the smart pick. Uh, just to spite Dustin because he took my pick, Mitchell Solomon. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dude, he's going to be my sixth man. 
Hey, he was never the best offensive player. He, I mean, his senior year, his he actually he was pretty impressive. You could see the development when Mike Boynton came in, what he was able to do with him. But he was so impressive defensively. He never really did anything flashy. He was just a solid four that played a five for Oklahoma State. And I always liked him, like pretty much from from the, the I've never seen the progression from a player of his freshman year and sophomore year, and people were like, "How the heck is this dude on scholarship?" To being like a fan favorite was impressive, and I always liked the way he carried himself. He was a leader. He's just a good dude to have on the floor. I'll put him at my four. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Kade, you have port picks four and five back to back to round out your start. Unless you want to take your sixth man here early, um, which you're welcome to do. Uh, what would what would you like? Well, I can take. I've got three picks here. Well, you have no, you have four and five. Okay, right. So, that's right. so okay, but you don't have to take your starters here. You can just take no, 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 no. Okay, so my team needs. I've gone over this as we've been talking. I'm gonna go. I need size. I need a banger down low. Dustin, you already name dropped him, but I'm gonna go with Matt Pilgrim. I think he just ah, oh, that's no, dude. I love Matt Pilgrim. Uh, he's such an underrated cowboy. I feel like I'm just bringing in all these guys, trying to get them to realize who they are and what they can. Um, <laughs> I think that guy brings a lot of grit and grind to this team. A lot of banging around down low. Love him. So he's my center. That's my fourth, my fifth pick. I need a versatile wing. That's going to be Markel Brown. Oh, good pick. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's going to be Markel Brown for the obvious reasons. The high flyer, the shooting ability, the rebounding. Markel Brown, um, is he underrated? Do you think? Where does he land? Of, of the, I, hmm. 10, 11, Is he 20? underrated? Is he laying there? Yeah. He top 20? I think he's top 20. Yeah, I'd time. say top 20. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think so, too. It's just that he... Yeah, I... I think for sure top 20. I think you can make an argument for him to be in like the top 15. That's crazy to think about. Think about the guys on that team, by the way. Not to derail this, but this is an interesting thought. Marcus Smart, Markel Brown, LeBron Nash, and Mitchell Solomon all are off the board, and they were all on the same team that mm-hmm. ever won an NCAA tournament game. Just to pour salt in the wood, just thought we'd bring that up. <laughs> I mean, so we his, all have just enough self hatred being an Oklahoma State fan, so it's just it fits. His stats, those that last year, seventeen point two points, five point three rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block, and he shot thirty eight percent. Yeah, I mean three. He he was awesome. He wasn't just a dunker. When he left, I thought, wow, we just lost a key piece of that offense because he he was able to do so much. Mm-hmm. He averaged double digits three of his four years. I actually didn't know that. Oh my gosh! I didn't, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll go with top wow. fifteen then. Yeah. I think that feels that feels right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you have your starting five, uh, Joel. Who would you like to round yours out with? I need another guard or like a wing, I guess. But I'll probably play a little bit smaller. Oh, God, I don't know. Um, I just looked this guy up, and I I during quarantine I went back and watched a bunch of old Oklahoma State games or older games I guess and one game that I fell on was the OSU Texas game from 0607 the bat game went three overtimes Kevin Durant all that yeah 
game. And I remember watching that game. That was one of the first games I like vividly remember watching Oklahoma State. And for some reason, this dude popped up in the James on Curry. Mm. He mm. was obviously had his issues, but the dude was electric and a damn good player. And I didn't realize he shot oh forty one percent, forty eight percent from two, forty one from three. His senior year averaged seventeen points a game. His junior year, like he was really, really good. And I don't know why I I kind of forgot about him, but he he was one of the really, really good players on that team. That's what I think. I'll, I would go with him for my three. That's that's who I was going to take. <laughs> <laughs> I, had I, him on my I had him on my list. I did not think, Joel, you were going to take him. So I was like, yes, I'm going to get James <laughs> on. I, I, that's a good I, was think, I was thinking through him like guard, guard, guard. And for some reason, he just popped in. And I was like, okay, sure, that'll work. That's a good pick. Very nice pick. That's a good. That's some good value down here. In the fifth, in the fifth round for you, sir. Uh, all right. Well, Dustin, you're you're on the clock, sir. What would what would you like? So, what do I have to take? Uh, we've got. Uh, can I just take. Yeah, Anderson, 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 Houston, and Graham. Yeah. Um, so, can I take another another forward and make them my six man? You can. Yes, you can. Use okay, them. I'll do. I'll do Mario Bogan, but he should oh. not be a six man. But he's also on that James on Curry team, so. The, it, I will never forget him taking that shot because everyone that was watching was going, oh, no, 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 yes! <laughs> because there was no reason for him to take that shot. <laughs> I had that team pulled up and I was like, I'm going to take one of these two guys, so we'll see. Um, Very nice. And then, no, is no. it is it me again? No, no, I have two. No, it's okay. back to you. Um, I All have right. two. I need, I'm going small ball. I need my, I need my center. <clears throat> um, so I'm going to go with a guy who was a two-time Big 12 all-defensive team member uh, i'm going michael cobbins for oh, my center there we go that's amarillo yes so he is there and um i would like one more i'd like a sh- i'd like a guy coming off the bench who i know can hit threes who can hit shots and i don't know how he's still here so i'm gonna take him i'm gonna take phil forte and he's yep. going to be my sixth I like man it. i like that off the bench and just come in and rain terror upon the court from midcourt or from Shawnee or wherever they want to say he's shooting from. Because there's always got to be some middle of nowhere Oklahoma town that non-Oklahoma people are like, I don't get it. So with that, <laughs> I have completed my roster. Uh, Dustin, what is your last pick here, sir? Okay. I mean, he this guy's played center. He's just not tall. But um, Marsh, I'm going to take Marshall Moses. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. He's like my height, but he plays center. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he might be a, a smidge taller. Yeah, I'm very short, so. <laughs> uh, Joel, final pick for you, sir. What will it be? I'm between two guys, but I need to look one of them up real quick. Ray Penn? No. Got Ed Gully? <laughs> Is that where you were headed? <laughs> oh, Ed Gully. Oh, very nice. Because I, I want to go shooter. You're going off to the bench. Gym, right? Like I feel like that's probably my best. <laughs> God, no, no. no that's... it's very shine. <laughs> Wait, what? Ooh, I don't think that's him. I mean, he had some pretty good seasons. I don't. Screw it. Give me dizzy. He was. I didn't realize he was fourth in Oklahoma State history in three points. I don't know how, but probably because he put up 15 shots a game, but. I don't know why, but I, if I mean, 
off the bench this season, when he went to the kind of that six man role for a little bit, he was actually very effective. I think it, I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> who I don't is need Dizzy gonna guard on my? That's the thing. I I don't need I don't need him <laughs> on the bench for, on the floor for more than like ten minutes a game. But if he can knock down four or five threes, if you I'm can shut him out every no, time like possession it. changes. Then right, yeah. <laughs> just, he can guard James Anderson. So just just for just for reference, Dizzy is currently. Uh, since nine, the 1986-1987 season, 21st in made threes in the Big 12, like con- like whole conference. So, you know, if he's just there to make some shots, you're good. I, I, He is solely to shoot. I don't need him to do anything else. And then guard whoever is the other team's worst player. He, he, can, do, he can do what Trey Young did for OU and just switch him off the ball every single time. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to go Lucas Gasson there. <laughs> He's actually having a nice career I, at East Tennessee. You guys weren't aware. <laughs> nope, we're not. Nope, I actually wasn't at all. Actually, sorry. Things I don't do: follow people's careers after they leave Oklahoma State to go to other schools. Uh, Cade, your last pick is here, sir. Well, I'm. I just feel like I got to stick with the theme of versatility. Marcus Dove was one that popped into my head a few different times, mm-hmm. but I feel like. This is the right pick, and it's Cam McGriff. I need that six foot seven, six foot eight, can step out and shoot, can also go jam it on somebody's head. That's the guy I need. Bring him off the bench. Cam McGriff, easy pick. Can step out and shoot. I will send you a mixtape, sir. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good pick, Cade. I kind of keep forgetting about picking those guys like Dizzy. Cam, that's a good pick. Well, don't make me think about it. And it was like, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't going to pick Dizzy. He wasn't on my big board. So, Joel. I don't know why that was the guy that I went to, but I was like, no, you know what? I was was trying to total. Yeah, sure. sure. I was was honestly thinking between him and Lindy, but I was like, I. Lindy goes away. As much as I love Lindy, he he became invisible at times and wouldn't shoot when that was his best quality. And Dizzy has zero qualms about just chucking up anything. And at some point I'd rather have that confidence. In anything. Play for me. I'm really sad. Had Merrick. There's not a white three point shooter on the team anymore. Like we just don't have one. Like the days of, of, of that have come to an end for now. And it makes me sad <laughs> that there's not somebody like from half court from Pawhuska, Oklahoma. He's made the three. I had Merrick. So check on my big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so to recap our draft here, Cade has my I had I, Igor Ibaka was my next pick. Oh, <laughs> oh there you go. Okay. okay. Oh, Brian Williams. I thought about that. I Baton did Rouge. too. Do who? Baton Rouge. Brian Williams from Baton Rouge. I didn't know that. Well, Obi Manel is from Edmond, so. Nobody gets out of Louisiana without Dustin knowing, so. <laughs> Markel Brown, Louisiana. There you go. So, so to recap our draft, Cade, you have Marcus Smart, Ivan McFarland, Obi Muanello, uh, Matt Pilgrim, Markel Brown, and Cam McGriff. Joel, you have Bryant Reeves, Keaton Page, Randy Rutherford, Mitchell Solomon, James on Curry, and Thomas Nzagwa. Dustin, you have James Anderson, Juwan Evans, Byron Houston, Joey Graham, Mario Bogan, and Marshall Moses. And I have Tony Allen, Desmond Mason, John Lucas III, LeBron Nash, Michael Cobbins, and Phil Forte. So, who won the draft? 
My whole team's the same height, except Juwan. Like, literally. I thought about that as he was reading it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, my team will probably outshoot anybody. They won't be outside of big country and Mitchell Solomon. Like, on the wing, the defending, I don't know how the defense is going to be, but they'll they'll be able to shoot a little bit. I'll say this. You're going to have a hard time rebounding on my Oh, yeah. Outside, I think, yeah. I think we got a lot of guys that can clean up the glass. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we're going to run the Princeton offense, and then on defense, we're going zone. Ron Gleason. <laughs> the most, I think I have the most athletic team, but we're going to go zone. <laughs> Joel, I like your roster after we read it back. Philip, what, what was it? Can you read it back in full? Joel, yeah. Joel has Big Country, Keaton Page, Randy Rutherford, Mitchell Solomon, yeah. James on Curry, and Dizzy. You guys are shooting the lights yeah. out. That's for sure. And tall. Yeah. With Solomon and Big Country. Yeah. That is that is an interesting roster because you got a tower over my team. Yeah, and it's there's nothing in the middle. You got some readers <laughs> under six three. And you just got the twin tower on low. I like that. Who's running the point? Solomon? <laughs> ben Simmons type player. I always said that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Philip, what was your team again? Uh, Tony Allen, Desmond Mason, John Lukes III, Brian Nash, Michael Cobbins, and Phil Forte. Dang, that's a good team. That was a LeBron Nash pick. Thank you. Yeah, I like that as well. Dang it, I wanted James on. Look at the uh, starting 22 for uh, all Oklahoma State football players. Uh, you do that like here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I mean, like, you want to have like a, well. a twenty-two round draft? Yeah. Okay. How about this? How about this? We'll just we'll draft offense one week and we'll draft defense on another nope. week. Nope, it's Brendan Costello. He's <laughs> my quarterback. West Lunt. Can I get West Lunt? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, Ozo. I'm no, 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 actually take him. Ozo Pogi. <laughs> oh, that's my. He's actually my favorite OSU quarterback of all time. He's my favorite named quarterback of all time. Oklahoma State quarterback of all time. I'm going to take my guy Dax. <laughs> I think I have to. Gracious. Mike Gundy is not allowed. Uh, you can't draft Mike Gundy. You have to take him as coach. You can't have him as quarterback. <laughs> I don't know. Who would you take? The running back room would be pretty easy there. Like everybody would get a good one. Yeah. You'd have a two. No one would have a bad two deep at running back. No. Or receiver. No. That'd be nice. Did we miss anybody? Did we leave anybody off? Yeah, Who's the big snub? The snub. Who's the snub? Uh, well, obviously we didn't do Bob Curlin, but, you know, we said we weren't going to. Um, I don't know. Do, uh, Victor Williams? Put him in. Uh, Terrell Harris? I think – the obvious. I love Terrell Harris. Adrian Peterson. Wait, sorry, Kate. the obvious one to me is Brooks Thompson. Mm. Yeah, I thought I thought about Melvin that. Sanders is another one. No, we got Godley, which I know he can't shoot, but it's like the second place all-time assist leader for Big Twelve. So can't do it. Didn't do it. That personality can't fit on my roster. Personality. <laughs> he would not have fit is, in on my exactly team. Why I my team's too athletic. Is because he, that guy leaves his ego 
the door. Uh, you want Chianti Roberts? It's great, great thought, great thought. Hmm? Caesar Guerrero, <laughs> <laughs> one of the all-time great moments in cowboy basketball. That UTSA, like nine points in twenty seconds that he had. Yeah, man, good name. Amari Murphy, he ended up having a good career, right? Yeah, Miami. He yeah, he was pretty solid for them, I think. Basketball is so Stevie, different than Stevie. Clark. Like some of these names, I'm like, I would that would have never crossed my mind. I no, that's all that crosses my mind all day. These names. I would have looked it up and thought, I've never seen that combination of letters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got a question. Um, huh. This is this is more related to the global events we've got going on. What do you think the odds are that we have a basketball season in 2020? I think good. Yeah, I'd say they're pretty high. I mean, um, whether GIA's filled up to any capacity or not, I don't that know. remains to be seen. I don't think you have fans. Yeah, but we're going to have basketball. Like even the stuff with the changes to like you're seeing like Texas and TCU and teams who are announcing like they're going to start the semester early and basically cut out fall break and end it at Thanksgiving. Like I don't even think that affects basketball because like they play basketball when there's no fans students on campus anyway. So I'm not I don't think that really is a big deal. In fact, you could argue it's almost better for them to be on campus playing when there's no one else there for November and December than when the students are on campus. So I, mean, I think you have a barring a, 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 an upspring in the number of cases so drastic that we have to go back into shutdown mode for some reason. I think you have basketball. I don't think there's any fans, which doesn't really affect Oklahoma state, the non-conference all that much, but I just don't think we have fans in the stands anyways. Yeah. I'm just curious that the more the time goes on, I think we're going to have a football season. I mean, I feel really confident in that. I mean, if I had to bet on it, a hundred percent right now, one way or another, like with fans or without there, there's just so much at stake with a football season. I mean, so much is impacted just by the financials. Um, basketball is one, like Philip, you mentioned it. Like if there is an issue with, you know, an uptake, in cases that would be right around the time that basketball season starts. So um, yeah. I do think, you know, to answer my own question, I do think there's going to be a basketball season, but wouldn't it be the most Oklahoma state thing ever to not have a basketball season this year? No, it would be the most Oklahoma state thing ever to not have a football and a basketball season this year. That would be, that would bad. suck. Um, That's my take. Yeah. And it's a solid take there, Dustin. I appreciate that. <laughs> Man, bringing in bringing in the really smart takes there with reducing. no. I liked what you guys were saying. I'm I'm very dumb, so I don't have any good takes on this matter. But like, you got, I don't. I'm I'm less concerned with the football season starting. My question at this point is: Do we have a bowl season or not, or do we just play the season out and they go? We got too many. We're going to have to kill some anyways. Because if the upswing comes November, December, you get through football season to Thanksgiving and we have, maybe we have conference championships games and then they just go, we got, we just, we can't. I mean, not that you have fans at bowl games anyways, but again, I just, 
I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. And I think it's it's okay to say we're just going to play it by ear. But I mean, I think more and more and more, we're going to have a football season of some sort. We still don't know exactly what that is. I think we have a basketball season. And I mean, like Joel and I here, uh, I don't, I don't know how much like Cade and Dustin, you guys care about like all the other sports. I'm not saying you don't. I, just, I don't, I don't know. I don't. But, um, the proposal for, huh? yeah. So the proposal that is out for college baseball is kind of awesome where they're going to push the season, the start of the season back to March and have the college World series basically in July. Um, they, I mean, they've had a number of play of coaches. Uh, D1 Baseball put an article out today about it. There's a number of coaches. Josh Holiday was part of, or at least consulted in the conversation about this plan that's being proposed. Um, they say it would be safer, smarter, better for the sport. Um, and, and it makes sense to start to push the season start back, which could help with weather. And, I mean, if you want people to watch, like, you miss half the season because everyone's paying attention to basketball. You want people to pay attention. It's nice to start it then. And it's not like I, – I personally, I would love to have a sport I want to watch in July because I like regionals and super regional play. But that stuff is fun. The College World Series is fun to watch. It's nice to have a sport I want to watch in July other than like, you know, the Kids World Series or whatever it's called. I, Major League Baseball exists, Philip. <laughs> I'm sorry. What What is what is, what is this? You're, what is this? You it, well, we can't put this on YouTube now because someone had to throw up a middle finger, and I don't know yeah. how to bleep that stuff out. Got to root for my uh, my cheaters. Gross. Yeah, dude. That's desperate. For those who can't tell or don't know what he's talking about, Dustin's holding up a, a Houston Astros uh, plush baseball, not a real one, just like a like a stress reliever ball. All about the rings. <laughs> Cheat to win. Uh, just kidding, to- children that are listening. Back to your point about oh. <laughs> Um, cheat and then lie about it. Don't don't tell the truth. You'll get in more trouble. Oh, never tell the truth. <laughs> my, my daughter's not listening. She's like, solid advice. Never tell. Can't the wait truth. to clip that either. <laughs> my wife's actually. Uh, so I got to. Um, the so back to your point with the uh, bowl games. Surely, the- yeah, I wanted to go back to that as well. Yeah. So I'm not interrupting you, Kate. I just no like. This, you're, I think you're 100% right. I mean, I don't know if there's uh, any sort of legislation issue. I mean, there's there's all sorts of nuances that, you know, either allow or disallow things in the NCAA. So I'm not sure if there's, um, you know, a mandate that those teams have to play in a bowl game. But I'll say I'm not going to miss the Poole and Weed Eater Bowl. I'm not going to miss that. <sighs> I'm gonna That's miss what I was going to say. Which bowl? Which bowls are they going to take away? They're not going to take away the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl, are they? <laughs> we can't lose the Cheez It Bowl. That's all I know. It, it can't go away. Like it just needs to be a New Year's Six Bowl now. I'm just saying, <laughs> there's so many. It's it's outrageous, and this might be a good time to just lean it down. <laughs> That's always been my big. You're not talking about the Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl, are you? <laughs> I'm impressed that you pronounced that exactly correctly. the bowl I was thinking of. <laughs> like, I just pulled them all up. My my hope for sports from this is that we don't just aren't in such a hurry to get things going that we just go back to status quo when we all know after, right now we too much that things the way they were don't work the way they've been. And if ever there was a time to really look at things and look at how things work and and adjust and try to make things better like this is the time to do it because it, we've been sitting around like don't act like you didn't have time to figure some shit out like we're just sitting here 
watching old football games from the the early thousands and 1990s like don't pretend like we didn't have time to try and maybe make processes and things better and i i I don't want to say there's too many bowl games i love watching the shitty bowl games just like i want to watch a western kentucky versus uh utsa game on a thursday night because there's nothing else to freaking do but watch some shitty football but you know like I I get it. You're exactly right. And I'm being sarcastic, but like, if you were to tell me right now, the Poulet bowl is on in the middle of a pandemic, I'm like, I'm in there and I'm not on this thing. So I'm recording it and watching it again. I'm watching it. So, um, no, I'm with you. I just, you're, I think you're exactly right. Let's look at our processes. And, you know, I think that goes even far beyond sports. Let's look at what we're doing now. And if we just kind of sat on our hands for so long that, um, you know, we've got an opportunity to do it. So, This is good radio right here. Incredible. Dead air. Everyone's like looking at stuff so on the screen. so many tabs open now. <laughs> How many bowl games, bowl games? Do we need to, do we need to play a – well, we need to make Dustin close. Do we need to play a game of real bowl or fake bowl? I'm telling you. Let's just – Dude, the ones I was just looking up are wild. Oh, look at some um, of the old ones. Some of the old – and it used to be a refrigerator bowl. Like a liter- there used to be a bowl game called refrigerator bowl. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, let's- I love the weird bowl game. 88 pick. Oklahoma State football draft. Everybody gets 22 picks. It's a snake draft. Let's just start it right now. Who says no? <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, we're back. Uh, Jerry Dalton. Are we, doing- we have to do a full roster? All 85? <laughs> I'm not taking Bob Curl. <laughs> no super old dudes for me. Uh, with the number one pick, I will take. Uh, hmm, I don't know. Bob Curl. I'm just taking Russell Lacombe so I can have a good offensive line because I value that. I think we ought to do like a. I'll take Parrish Cox. Seven man uh, draft one of these days. Like, like this is. Like a skeleton offense, seven man, whatever you want to call it, you could do that. We could do that. I'm taking Daytuan Low. I'd pick Brad Lowe. and playing I him on offense. Love Daytuan Low. I talked about him <laughs> on the podcast a while back. <laughs> I love Daytuan. Now, next time, what we're gonna do? Uh, that's mean. I don't want to. I don't want to make jokes. I was gonna say we can draft Oklahoma State soccer teams, but that sounds mean, and I like the soccer team, so I'm not gonna make that joke. <laughs> we do golf. Dude, ooh, that one actually would be fun. Foursome. Yeah, you draft foursome. Ooh, okay. Uh, so we've just determined the uh, what we're doing and an alternative, but uh, you know, in case of injury or someone sucks, uh, we should draft a we should draft a foursome. Oh, I like this, Dustin. Look at you. That's Finally contributed something to this episode. Kate, Kate. I don't know if you could throw a poll out there, but we ought to see if there's. I don't know if there's a tool that you can do it live. Um, but that would be fun. Like let the listeners chime in, not telling you what to do, but that would be fun uh, to get roasted because I guarantee you, as we were going through our draft tonight and guys like uh, Brooks Thompson and Joey Graham were still hanging out there. I guarantee you people were screaming at home, draft that guy. It'd be fun to do it. I'll tell you what, Cade, you figure that out for next time and we'll bring you back on. We appreciate that. You got it. My mission. Hey, I was gonna say, what about your boy? What about your boy Dak? What's his deal? Woo! I'm telling you what, 
If he wants 175 mil, okay, let me tell you this. If you, I like it. I like where his head's at. It's aggressive. I mean, you got to respect that. Doesn't necessarily sure. reflect his on, on the field performance, but. Um, or what anyone else in their right mind would pay him. Dak's not a top. <laughs> Dak's not even a top eight quarterback in the NFL, and he's going to be getting paid record-setting money at 175 million. Now let me. Okay, hold on. Let me let me make one counter to that. And his thought process, because apparently he wants a short deal, they want a long deal. Is if you look at the the expected increase of the salary for the NFL. Over that time period, his last year is trying to basically set where he believes that would be fair in that fifth year. But because he would be doing it now, he'll be like, oh my God, how could you pay him that much now? But based off of that, uh, how much the going rate for quarterback would be at that time, that's what they've they've basically estimated. Now, I still think it's bullshit. Yeah, he's just, I- stop pretending like you owe me for not having to pay me before and call that's called good management. It's, you know, maybe don't suck as much in college and you'll get paid more. But, you know, there you go. I, I, you get hard to paint there at the end. I, I, <laughs> you kind of threw me for a loop. I mean, if we have three quarterbacks, home. if you want one, we have three. Hey, we got, we got Drew, we got Jameis, we got Jameis, and then we've got Taysom Hill. Who apparently Mad is your boy. franchise quarterback after Drew Brees retires? Yeah, I've always said this. I guess about Taysom Hill. That's what they're saying. Taysom Hill, a poor I, man's Jalen Hurts, which is not. I don't a know if he can throw it. But. If you follow me on Twitter, you know I've I've said this about Andy Dalton for years and years and years. He's your favorite player of all time. One of the greatest NFL quarterbacks of all time. He's just waiting for the right opportunity. I've said that. <laughs> Go back and find it. I, I believe you, you need to go, you need to go hop like on it, a TCU don't. podcast. They'd love you. <laughs> All I'm saying is, like, if 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 Dak Prescott's going to get 175 million, what the hell are the Chiefs going to get Patrick Mahomes? Like, they might need to give him an ownership stake if that's what yeah, the law is. If Dak, that's what I was going to say. The team, <laughs> if Dak gets 175 mil, I'm asking my boss for a raise on Monday. <laughs> I'm better at my job than he is at his, so you should pay yeah. me more. <laughs> All is equal. <laughs> Please let me like be a fly on the wall in that meeting. No, no, I think I'm. I think he'd laugh at that though. You, right? <laughs> I laughed at it. Okay. It's a good, it's a good joke, Cade. Get back to work. That's ways to private. Okay. Well, uh, before this just becomes a rambling, nonsensical mess, uh, Cade, do you have any final thoughts? No, I. I'm just glad to talk to you guys again. And this has been a lot of fun. I know that with how weird everything's been over the last few months, this has been a, a fun thing to look forward to. And uh, I hope we get to do it again. And I hope everybody else out there stays safe. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, any, any final remarks, sir? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it guys. And I'm down to do it again whenever. So thanks. Yeah, we're doing golf foursomes. That's that's locked and loaded now because I don't know. Yes. Now I'm excited. And I need the number one pick. So I can take doubles pick. Ooh. Dude, I love tennis. <laughs> Our tennis program is good, okay? All I know is um, they're not getting to host the NCAA championship this year because there's not one at BS and it sucks and they had big plans. They were literally going to do like orange peel in the street for the in, in tennis like championship. Oh, man. I've been sick. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. 
they had a party planned unlike any other previous like ncaa tournament like chris was like yeah we were gonna we were going big we we're basically bringing orange peel back we're gonna set up uh stages on duck like shut it down and i was just like son of a bitch <laughs> and they won't find out if they get it on the next round to like the fall so there's that uh as far as final thoughts go i don't know follow me on twitter okay txa or poke um go follow my show the 10 12 podcast we're not as fun as this and we don't have much oklahoma state talk this week but you want sports things, so listen. Uh, Joel, wrap us up. I man. have no final thoughts. Honestly, this has just been a ton of fun. I've been looking forward to this all day. I had a long day at work and all that, so I'm, I was glad to come home and do this. I literally walked in the door and just hit my computer, turned my computer on and got here. So this has been a ton of fun. Thank you, Kate and Dustin, the OGs of, the, of this podcast that kind of helped kick this thing off. Philip and I took in and ran with it, but I really, really do appreciate you guys coming on. You say ran. I feel more like like bumbling, stumbling, but yeah, yeah sure. Right. I mean, I think I think two episodes a week for most of our time doing this is running. Yeah, I was never that's not admitted. Dustin's <laughs> <laughs> shaking his head profusely. We we just got on and made jokes. You guys actually provide something <laughs> substance. So, yeah, we may have to do it your way. People like you guys better. I don't know. I think you. Uh, <laughs> I think we think a little highly of ourselves sometimes. Yeah, I. I mean. Wasn't very good. Dustin was good. <laughs> now, if we were doing video only podcasts, then yes, with no that audio, uh, that would be good. Well, I mean, just so people could see me. Oh, not. Oh, well, you know what? I recorded the video, so we could throw this up on YouTube. Why okay. don't you? Oh, and they can see my my shit jersey. We'll have to ask the new boss, Micah, and see if she she hey, wants to, to do that. Dustin, why don't you throw on that uh, that uh, helmet you had on there? You're gonna ask me to throw in the jersey. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take that shirt off. <laughs> Beautiful. What's that size? So we'll finish it. Yeah. St. Thomas More Eagle. Right. This is actually from junior high, so my head is huge. It was huge. <laughs> Dustin, the rest of Dustin's body has officially caught up with his head. That's that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that either. I guess people were probably talking about me a bunch when oh, I was like, big head ragusa. Huge head. <laughs> I hope that wasn't it. I just now realized that uh that Cade's been doing the Clay Travis like shirt thing all night and now it's making me chuckle. <laughs> I do the shirt thing. I'm the shirt thing. <laughs> I know what's it. <laughs> and with that, uh everybody have a good Demo World Day weekend. Yeah.